Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Or you go to work, you got the Sunday scaries and you're coming in Monday morning and you don't want to go and do anything um, because you just feel like you're the only organization in the game in town. You're not, you're not, you're ever, like you are on pace, on par with even some of the big, robust organizations. You just look at them and go, boy, they got their crap together, don't they? They don't. None of them do. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. With me is... Abby Fritschner. Aha, uh-huh, because we're co-hosting because this is uh, our second podcast in the week is going to be us kind of bantering about um, some nonprofit issues, some things we're like sort of seeing for trends and other things. Uh, and sort of we'll kind of break up the season two. Yeah. of the official Do Good Better podcast with this. We'll have an awesome guest on Tuesday. We'll have some uh, insight baseball uh, on Thursdays. We're going to keep it like that. It's going to be really great. It's so fun. anyway, I think it's going to be awesome. So uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about uh, today was sort of an outsider's perspective on what's going on in the nonprofit world. We've got, I do, I mean, I talk to them all the time as far as clients go, on what's going on, what are their concerns, what are their fears, et cetera. From somebody who is relatively new in the nonprofit realm, like working behind the scenes and seeing all the things that you don't see on a regular basis, all the hell that breaks loose on a regular basis, what are you seeing and what are you hearing and what are you kind of feeling it out from a nonprofit's perspective, even though you're not on the inside at some of these organizations? Yeah. I mean, I've only been in, which is crazy. I've only been in this position for six months or six weeks. Months? Like oh gosh, months. it feels like six months. It feels but like six it's... years. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm going to just let it hang out there. I don't know. <laughs> I've only been in this position for six weeks. Yes. But even just the meetings that I have been in or... Um... Yeah. What? Well, you're just hitting the table oh, on the sorry. podcast. I feel like that's um... going to ruin the experience <laughs> of people's ears as they're trying to find the nuance of what you're feeling at six weeks. What I'm feeling at six weeks. Um, uh, the The... The pot or the nonprofits that I've talked to and the meetings that I've been on, I've really noticed that a lot of people think that they're the only ones that are struggling. <laughs> yes. Everyone thinks that they're the only one that's not raising the money. They are the only ones that think their event is falling apart. They're the only ones that think that within their organization, things are not going the way that they planned or wanted. Um, Why is my board doing this? Right. I must be the Why only one this- with... A board of directors that is insane. Yes. Why is this happening? Why are we, why isn't this coming together? And they're the only ones that think that they have the issue, but it's so funny because I almost feel like I hear the same, I have this problem at least three times a day. This is literally, our, our conversations in the office are exactly that. That's yes. so funny. And we've, we actually talked to, uh, that's what we, our lead in is, hey, just an FYI, you probably think you're the only person that, that has this problem. Mm-hmm. It's everybody. Right. That is so funny. I, I rarely think about it that way, but I'm probably, I probably, 
when I uh, grew up, I would always say to my dad, uh, why do you repeat yourself all the time? And he's like, well, because you don't listen. I find myself like turning into my dad, but for the sole purpose of like, you're across the office from me going, yeah. why do you repeat yourself the same thing? It's because they have the same issues. They have the same issues. Over and over, over and over again. Right. And so I, I, I think that's like the number one thing mm-hmm. that I, and I honestly didn't realize how many issues were in the nonprofit world. Funny. Like I didn't, you know, you see nonprofits always doing fun events yes. or doing, you just, they, they're known for doing good things mm-hmm. in the community. Um, so you never put that together with all these issues. Yeah. And like, I never had heard of fundraising as a job before. Um, and so to, to discuss that with people as well and to see that struggle, I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much really went into just being a part of a nonprofit or the, or the, uh, or the internal politics of fundraising yes, or the internal politics of nonprofit work. You want, you want catty, horrible, backstabbing, mean individuals. Yeah. Don't look to the corporate world. You go to the nonprofit world. It's unbelievably cutthroat. And I think that's one of the things I had to warn you off when you came in here. Like it's sunshine and rainbows on the outside, Mm -hmm. but it is cutthroat on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think this because people have, and maybe this is what you're finding too. I've always found it because people are so passionate about what they do and they're just hell bent on trying to help as many people as possible. And, and folks getting in the way of rules, regulations and processes and procedures and frustrations kind of over boil over because all they want to do is good. And they are prevented by that because they need to raise so much money. And then there's a pandemic and there's something else that Mm -hmm. goes wrong. And that I think frustrates people because they just were mission centric Mm -hmm. the entire time. Right. All they want to do is do good. Right. Well, and another thing that just popped into my head as we're talking about money and fundraising Mm -hmm. is uh, another thing that I see a lot of is everyone is so asked, like so afraid to like talk to donors and reach out to donors and ask for money. money. And I'm like, wait a second. That's why we kind of have a job. Well, here's the, but like, I get it, but I, uh, but I also a hundred percent understand because just getting sponsors, I'm like, "Mm, I don't want to email them. I don't want to call them. I feel weird. It's funny because we're going through, um, we're going through that together. So we've got events coming up and we get sponsorships and I've, I've tasked you with sort of reaching out to doing it. And it's, it's so funny is glancing across the office you're experiencing and going through the entire emotional roller coaster the same way that fundraisers yeah. do is talking with donors and giving value and talking about and making an ask. And you give the same responses that our clients or people who right. reach out to us are the same. Oh, hundred percent. I've always like every time before I email or you should, you people should be in the office just to see how many emails I read out loud just yes. to make sure I don't. Cause I have the fear of sounding dumb, which a lot of, the clients that we work with, when we tell them to reach out to donors, they're like, well, what do we say? What do do I, what, what should I say? How should I approach Mm -hmm. it? And I'm like, Oh, just, just do it. You know, just encourage them to do it. And then I'm sitting here and going on a, sending a sponsorship email. I'm like, Patrick, is this so stupid? Am I sounding dumb? So I get it. I feel like I I'm, I'm understanding the fundraising side of nonprofits a lot more. And it's actually very scary, but it's really rewarding. It's the same thing in sales. It's the same thing in marketing where you are always second guessing yourself. And the thing about it is, I think I heard this somewhere. I forget. Maybe it was at some conference or whatever that we were watching this week where um, somebody says that um, if you're self, if you're self doubting, if you have self doubt Mm -hmm. or you have this imposter syndrome, 
Um, it just means you're in a really successful place and you just know, oh. you're like, it's you kind of like you'd self that you're like, it can't be, I don't know all the answers. Um, and I think a lot of nonprofits are in there because you know what you do as a nonprofit, you know, you do awesome work. You're great in the community. You're making a massive impact right. and your imposter syndrome of, I don't know if I really know what I'm talking about is the only time you you can think about that is because you're at a place where you are doing awesome work mm-hmm. in the first place. So um, it's interesting to watch you go through these sort of array of emotions. And then I think it's going to help everyone immensely, A, knowing that people, regardless of what industry they're in, right. go through this. You're not, I'm sorry, nonprofits, unique in the way of feeling bad about mm. or confused right. about what they're, they're trying to do. However, I think we're, we're sort of handling it in a way that we would suggest our clients or our nonprofit groups do right. it, which is just hammer through. Yeah. How many times have I just stared at you awkwardly across from like, uh, does it sound dumb? And I'll just like, I just stare at you until you give me the answer of like, no, it doesn't sound dumb. I just need to send it. You're like, yeah, you do. That's exactly what you need to do. But sometimes too, it just is that simple. Like when we're in meetings and Mm -hmm. people are nervous to to reach out to donors and what should I say? And that simple, just like stare Mm -hmm. is like, okay, I got it. Like, it's just like you, everyone needs a little bit of encouragement. But I think it should be um, definitely reassuring that everybody's going through the same problems. Everyone's going through the same Everybody thing. is going through the same thing. Yep. So it, it's one of those things where if you're up at night or you go to work, you got the Sunday scaries and you're coming in Monday morning and you don't want to go and do anything um, because you just feel like you're the only mm-hmm. organization in the game in town. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're ever, like you are on pace, on par with even some of the big, robust organizations, you just look at them and go, boy, they got their crap together, don't they? They don't. None of them do. Uh, and if they do, they're holding it together because they've got either a team right. or they've got somebody backing them up and saying, listen, we've got this. We're going to build sort of energy and energy that way. Um, but yeah, you're not alone. That's no. an interesting, it's good insight from a, yeah. from a newbie in this world. A newbie. So. I'm such a baby still. But honestly, when I said six months, I was like, that sounds about right. And then I was like, nope, it's six weeks. <laughs> So true. But you got six months worth of experience in six weeks because I think we just threw you to the fire anyway. It's going to be great. Well, say, hey, if you're a nonprofit and you are experiencing sort of this uh, self-doubt, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. We all do it, whether you're in business, whether you're in a nonprofit world or, exe- you know, power through. And again, people are going to react positively because you do awesome things. Right. Just do it. It's not, you're not going to be alone. So, no. hey, thanks for swinging by for this episode of the Dewey Official Do Good Better Podcast. Thanks, Abby, for being my co-host for this episode. Of course. Yay. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.